Welcome to another episode of the Fabulous Lemon Squeeze. I'm your hostess with the mostest, and everybody knows me in the Twin Cities. Yes, I'm proud of that. Sasha Cassidine. I have the absolute pleasure of doing the, today's episode with some of my lovely family members and, of course, some lovely friends. I'm going to start out by introducing Mr. E.O. Cassadine. Oh, Cassadine in the Yes, place. honey. My drag daughter, Daiquiri Defile. Hey, how we doing? Mm-hmm. And the current reigning flip phone superstar herself, Aranya. Round of applause. Hope you brought your bed spray. <laughs> raid all right children we're gonna get this thing started and you know of course we are just sitting and having a conversation on a comfortable sofa we really truly are y'all this thing is really comfortable but we like Um, to keep the fantasy going so we're all in full drag yeah oh no honey don't 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 do it they know today is not a trick day we ain't even gonna pretend that baby i got scruff on this face okay all right so, of course, we got to get this thing kicked off right. We're going to start out with a little entertainment news. Mysterio, um, T.I. and uh, Tiny, their son, King, had an issue. I think they got into it at a basketball game, correct? Yeah. Um, apparently, there were some issues going on in the family that kind of boiled over at the Atlanta Falcons game. And I guess it was a little bit embarrassing for mom and dad because, you know, there were a lot of other celebrities that were around. Oh, yeah. At the, it was right at the Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. game. Correct. Um, but, yeah, they had some words and a little bit of uh, not really a tussle. But later on, it boiled over into more when King, you know, made his live video and was expressing the behind the scenes T about how the family hustle really is running. And they said T I choked him out like uh Homer used to choke out Bart. Yes. Ah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I haven't seen a video of that in particular, but I've also heard uh that T. But the interesting thing is that not too many days later on T.I. sat down with King and they, you know, supposedly hashed it out and was trying to just express to the world that, yes, they have some issues, but it's not as serious as social media has been. And just a little backstory. They used to have a show on, I think it was MTV, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Family Hustle. The family Hustle. Uh-huh. T.I. and Tiny. The now, family hustle. King, I was watching an interview and King said something about like after recording, he was really little, so I'm kind of surprised that he was able to remember this. He said after they got through filming episodes of the show, then they had to go back. The kids had to go back to their perspective homes that he lived with his grandparents the whole time. I right. know. Yeah, that was some of the tea that he was spilling in his video that, you know, they weren't really uh, just a tight-knit, happy family that, you know, they portray on TV. Now, he said they weren't tight-knit. He riding around here in an Escalade truck, flexing money, honey. Rich, rich, with, mean, close. Well, I guess. I have enough money to keep you over there. I you guess. know? Who would be mad if they parent in here gave them money to stay over there? I would. Thank you. I would be rich and be over there. No? I don't know how I feel. You know, I I grew up with my grandparent and, you know, my grandparent was pretty well off. So I was happy to be over there. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, you know, when I see stuff, issues like that, I just feel like maybe it's not as bad as we are perceiving it to be. But yeah. I appreciate King for showing that even rich families and people who are supposedly happy 
are not really it's, always. And he's athletes. just graduated. I think he graduated high school yeah, recently, so he's a young one. He's at the wild and out stage. Yeah, growing pains. Otherwise, you know, and we all know. I'm sorry, but in a black family, once upon a time, you wouldn't even be able to to do this. No, boo. You would have got smacked, no. and alive. Like Ti mm, would have been in jail somewhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't do that stuff. But at the same time, in black families, I know in particular, it's really hard to talk about your issues therapy yeah, that is, is true is recent for it's black people. more discipline than it is conversation it is. in the black house your parent says something that's it there's no conversation like a lot of youth get to have well, in king's case i feel like he grew up like that he didn't he wasn't able to express himself so now he wilding out he think he grown he want to tell the world what's really going on well shout out to ti and tiny and king because apparently they all worked it out they apologized to each other yeah, and right. it's okay you know i guess it's Actually, yeah guess what you do you get better you go through those those tough times and you work through it how was it in your household around you oh my here's the thing i always say like i feel i'm happy that i grew up the way i grew up like we we were not we did not grow up with a lot of money at all but sometimes i feel like I was so much more blessed to grow up in a family that wasn't well off, but we like loved each other. But it, like, again, it's family. We see it in, in our drag family. Yeah. We see it with our close friends who we call family, our chosen family. Like we fight, we have altercations for human beings were flawed and, and you have to work through it. But I mean, I imagine it, it could be worse being the child of two stars. Like, yeah. You're and living on TV too. Exactly. Like you're what you're growing up for cameras all the time. Like you're always on. So it's mm -hmm. like at some point you're going to have to, there's going to be a breaking point. That's true. That is true. I That's why I have a lot of respect for the celebrities that are very overt in their, um, their desire to keep their kids out of all of social media, keep their kids off of, uh, their own social media and when they get older letting them get their own social media because it just kind of skews your perception of reality yeah, yeah. I, I think beyonce we have to give the beyonce mm -hmm. and jay credit apparent in their upbringing because we haven't seen blue ivy on social media until at recently. all yeah or at all so and she's still got those twins too Oh yeah, and, we, and we, everybody forgets about the twins. I, That's I, how distant they are. I just I saw a picture of one of the twins. Yeah, let your kids be kids and mm -hmm. let them grow in their own way. I, I I truly do feel bad for like kids who grew up in, in celebrity households. Like, it has to be tough. I it does have I, to be tough. I think though, what Beyonce and Jay Z did that a lot of parents, rich or not, celebrity or not, do is they kept their kids with them. Beyonce took her kids with her and had everything they needed jay-z didn't really have to work anymore so he watched the kids and they had a life outside of social media yeah so they didn't grow up depending on it because they had they actually led full lives and their parents are mega select yeah, so. yeah i was yeah. just gonna say too it's almost like they are at a level level of uh fame and wealth where they can afford to keep their kids out of the limelight yeah. somebody like ti yeah. might have to use the family to make the money and that's an even more unfortunate situation where if you are well off if you're rich but need to maintain that status stay relevant and 
T- I, T- I haven't heard T.I.'s music recently. I haven't heard, you know, a, a lot going on with Tiny. So what do they do? They make a reality show. And that puts the pressure of making money on the entire family, which puts even more pressure on the relationships within that family. Because well, I don't then, think I don't think T.I. wanted to do the show originally. Oh, I, I wouldn't. I think he did it because of his wife wanted to mm-hmm. do it. Because, yeah, of course, like you said, Tiny of escape you know when is the last time we heard an escape album no shade to them Mm -hmm. so you know i think he was just trying to be a good partner and the tv show happened he was barely on any episodes and like yeah from what i've saw what i've seen now that you said it like that escape is back in the limelight now yeah if it started with ti and tiny you know the family hustle she did the damn thing yeah because they made a lot of money from that show Heck yeah! and now T- tiny is with swv they just did a show on bravo uh swv and escape which was actually pretty good and then they had like a small tour so like they've been doing their things honey mm-hmm. the celebrity life speaking of celebrity have they have their own show yeah. as them yeah okay, yeah cool yeah. Yeah, but it just—I I think it just puts a lot of pressure on the the people who don't like the kids of the family who don't have the emotional maturity to understand what it means to be yeah. a celebrity. Yeah, putting that pressure on like we got to do this to make money for the family so that we can build our careers back up mm. just puts a weird dynamic back into the family where you're almost treating each other as peers as opposed to a parent-child situation. And no shade, I heard the children do not get paid when they are a part that, of these a reality lot, a lot of shows. Times. What? Some of the housewives have even talked about it. A lot of the kids that are on these shows are not getting any kind of compensation for this. So there's nothing set up aside for them for like counseling or anything. Because mm-hmm. like you said, I'm sure it has to be tough to be in the, to grow up in the spotlight. So I'm glad that they all patched it up. Tiny, King, and T.I., yeah. good job. The absolute yeah. best for their family. Shout out to Celebrity Life, honey. Speaking of celebrity... Nene Leakes may or may not be returning to Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, the kids are speculating because she was not following Bravo at one time on her Instagram and Bravo was not following her. And now they are following each other. Andy Cohen has also been uh, they've, they've got him on camera saying that, you know, pretty much that he has love for her. You know, they came up in the industry together, but like she said, I'm going to be respectful and keep my keep her name out of my mouth. What do y'all think about that? Um, I just want to know when is she going to be back on the next episode of uh, Watch What Happens Live? That's how I, I'll believe it when I see her and Andy. together. I don't think that will happen first. <laughs> I think the I think the housewives because let's not no shade. Housewives of Atlanta need some loving and the only person that can love it is Mother Honey, Mother Peach. <laughs> well, I personally feel like at this point, wouldn't it be more interesting for Nene to just have her own show? I would want I don't Nene think to so. a reality show. I love Nene, but I think the moment for Nene to have her own reality show it's went bad. away after her son, like her son is going through some stuff. I, if I was her personally, I would not want to have a TV show surrounded by my son going to jail, in and out of jail. I understand. My I husband know. dying. Like, I wouldn't want it. So if I was Nene, no, take that, take that peach baby and get okay. that check. Yeah. What okay. Nene needs to do is get on a reality show similar to the simple life where they got her doing stuff mm-hmm. they got her getting in that would all kinds of shenanigans it's not on her family it's just on her interacting with people you know that's where nina 
where Nini is the best is when she's just being herself, yeah. interacting with people. Yeah. And we got to get her on a TV show where she's doing mundane jobs. She's hosting a drag brunch. That's not a mundane job, but she's coming in. <laughs> I mean, she's for, for, for she's, her, she's though. doing jobs for other people. Yeah. She's doing other people's things. Uh, she's doing she's doing a plumbing job. She's doing something like that. Get Nini out in the world, and that's her next step. I could see her, Portia, and like Cynthia doing that from the show. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Be so good, I yeah. I can it's see it's like this. a reverse. We're here. And yeah, they just go that be in so and fuck cute. Stuff up. <laughs> like and even though Cynthia e Bailey scrubbing dishes in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I'm not a huge Kenya Moore fan, I would love to see it with Kenya, Portia, Cynthia, Nini. Like they go my. Good TV. I'm sorry. It would TV be good. Producers TV. out there, you're listening to this. You you gotta cut me my paycheck when you get that. Yeah, I sure want to cut her that check. All of us. <laughs> We get a slice of that pie, honey. Yes, Daiquiri. Good TV producer over there. All right, that was a um, And idea. she was also seen in Dubai with, speaking of Portia, mm. Cynthia, and I do believe Marlo was there. Like Dubai, uh, she was also with uh, two of the Dubai housewives. Mm -hmm. Have y'all even seen any of like the housewives of Dubai? Rich, honey. I'm, I'm unfortunately very ignorant. In, <laughs> I um, housewives. I've never, I've never watched it. I've never oh my it. goodness! I've heard a lot of the names of these women, but I, I'm really girl, you should pull like put it on TV and rhinestone you a costume mm -hmm. too. Yeah, you would, yeah. Great background. Oh, you get your life, boo. It's mindless TV. Yeah, it's it, mindless. It's it makes good. no sense. I don't even know why I watch it. You know, but I mean, it's it can be quite fascinating, especially like Dubai. Uh, I'm talking about ah. You land. Like, them people like literally wearing Dolce Gabbana to eat in, like you know, owning yeah. an entire hotel, <laughs> like for yeah. real. Yeah. It's just ridiculous amounts of money. Start. Where, where should I start? Housewives. I would Atlanta. start with Housewives of Atlanta. I would start with season Atlanta. one. Yeah, because they have the most recognizable celebrities right off the gate, and if you watch the right seasons, they have some really good tea. Like you should, you should start when Kenya first shows up on the scene. That's I don't I think personally before Kenya the show was like popping with Kim Zosiak, Sheree Whitfield. All of that Nene, is good, that was but... just amazing TV, like from the jump. You would love it. Yeah. It's catty and you're gonna want to find these <laughs> no gorgeous but middle aged ladies. <laughs> start with pulling on each other's wigs and like it's it's it gets outrageous. Start with Marlo versus Sheree. <laughs> oh my god i love i love to just have the pull up the youtube like compilation videos of just the best fights that's the best yep. just just take an edible and just watch 30 minutes of housewives fights was introduced to dance moms i remember and my friend was like let's watch clips let's watch dance moms and we put it on and i it was a compilation but i was like what is happening because it was just like, <laughs> and I was like, is this, I was so confused. I couldn't tell if it was one episode and this editing was just like ridiculous. Mm. But that's kind of how I was introduced to Dance Moms, like the compilation. So Never got into Dance Moms. I lived too close to it because I was a competitive dancer growing up. And I, just too much of my, just too much of my soul that I can't bring myself to watch it. I, I like Abby being bitchy and I like watching the girls dance and compete against each other. The moms themselves annoy the crap out of me. They're the things that I don't need. I don't need the mom drama. Abby used to give me like absolute life. Funny. Yeah, I, he's hilarious. Watching her with the moms, do you, that episode where the mom was like pointing the finger and she tried to bite it and she slaps. <laughs> 
It was so iconic. I think if you, I, I'm not gonna lie, I would have loved to have done a drag brunch around there. <laughs> we we still need it. It could just, be a good a drag show. Reality TV. Yeah, it could be a good drag friend. show. It would be so campy. Yes. Hello. Are you on? Am I back? Oh yeah, you back. Technical difficulties. It's okay. <laughs> Like, what's going on? Oh, and out. Okay, well, she's We're back. Good. Oh, Dance Moms Drag Brunch. You bring one of the Dance Moms in, or even Abby. I feel like she'd be down. She's not doing anything else. Oh, she's not doing anything. For a drag brunch? Oh, he would roll up. Drag brunch? Oh, my God. Oh, my and God. People would come out. Oh, for XXL, yeah. 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 I'll help you host and stuff. Yeah. Like Ashley did. I would, I would, with her. I would ask her, I would say, how was it being slapped, girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like it's reality TV it gold. Was so funny. Mm -hmm. it was so funny. But like y'all have to also again watch Housewives of Dubai. Um, again, I think if in order to even be in Dubai, you have to make a certain amount of money. We were talking about earlier. What would it be like going to jail in Dubai? Like, can you imagine going to prison there? Mm. Have you heard much about the place? No. They have cities that are paved in gold for real. Like they it's do. Streets. Super, super, mm -hmm. super. Yeah. Seriously wealthy. I think the tallest building is. Um, it's there like a hundred yeah it's in the clouds they're building one that's twice the size yeah it's really expensive i can imagine going to jail in dubai is like getting a one-bedroom studio apartment or something years ago it was a complete desert yeah and if you look it up today it looks like mini vegas wow yeah it's very rich it's very rich that's incredible yeah Drinking, no drugs, no sex, no clubs. That's why they're doing so good. Because <laughs> you got to be focused over there. Shit. They got they they're focusing on work. Yeah, <laughs> money. You get pent up, honey. What else you gonna do with the energy but make money? We all would be rich in Dubai. You're poor. Yeah. Wow. Over there, yeah. That's why I said going to prison is putting your ass in a one bedroom apartment with a white refrigerator. Aaron said, your, air, your AC is a window unit without the remote control. You got to get up and push the button and you got to turn it off so the ice can melt and then turn it back on after the ice melts. And you get a mandatory uh, personal pet for your mental director during your stay. <laughs> your emotional support animal, right? And you get food stamps. Listen, and here in Minneapolis, we will not repave the potholes after winter, but we will have a sickening tank weekend. Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> oh, I know, right? Or, That's what we're focused Or Christmas on. lights on our street. It right, great. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, I know Blizzo was talking about them trying to get Holodazzle back. Yeah. Because it went away after, it went away after COVID, right? Yeah, like right, I think it was actually right before COVID. COVID, though it had started fizzling out before covid yeah and then during the lockdown i mean obviously nothing happened during the lockdown but when they tried to bring it back you know there was no there was no uh parade anymore they were just doing the holodazzle village downtown which mm. sucked the first year or two mm. Like two years before COVID. Right, exactly. That's why I was like, it had already started going downhill. I've never been to a Holodazzle. It was Holodazzle. Like, it's, it's like a winter parade. It's like a winter you know, parade, but it, it was the whole parade is lit up and it's at night. Yes. I bet you it's beautiful. It was beautiful. It used yeah. to be something we did it every single year. It reminded me of Vegas Pride because all oh, the oh. Vegas, they had their Pride in October and all the floats there 
the parade was at night. Mm -hmm. So it was a night parade. Mm -hmm. You know, Vegas got coin, honey. I can imagine pride in Vegas. Mm -hmm. It's got to be fabulous. I mean, it wasn't Minneapolis. Mm okay. But it was, it was for Vegas. It was cute. Okay. No shade, honey. But well, yeah. I hope they get like, I hope we get a little nice, uh, Hollow Dazzle here. That would be nice to see. Yeah, I think they're petitioning to bring it back full force again. But yeah, speaking of petition, bring Nene Leaks back. <laughs> I want to see her. On her <laughs> like, I, I will put out a petition. Housewives of Atlanta has been boring without her. The drama has been fake. Everything has been rehearsed. We don't want to see. The only person that I think that makes Housewives Housewives is Nene. How can you have a peach without the original peach holder? Bring Nene back. You mm -hmm. just need to go ahead and yeah. make her as CEO of Bravo. Now. Yeah, or at least okay. help her, let the <laughs> bitch help produce some shows. Okay, yeah, make her Andy's boss. Hashtag yeah. Nene the boss. I love Nene. <laughs> That's Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put up a picture of Nene and these chicks in the back with these flower hair pieces. Yeah, I hope she returns. I love Nene. Hi, Nene. She got the good work done. Look yeah, at her she face. Got some Great, and that nose, Nene, no shade, but this nose is different on this picture than it is now, girl. What? It's okay. <laughs> she will openly admit to getting work done. Nene, I love you. This is not a dig. You are my, one of my queens. Y'all can tell that nose is heavily contoured. And now she don't even wear that much contour on her nose because she got it pinched. Mm. It's okay. You still look fabulous, Nene. She looks great. Speaking of fabulous, we can't, you know, move on without talking about George Santos. Fabulous. The legendary <laughs> George Santos. She is on her way to be ousted from the Senate for lying. Uh, little Mama has been using funds <laughs> for OnlyFans. Uh, she's been getting designer purses, taking trips to the Hamptons, back massages, you know Uber Eats. Like she has been quite the busy lady and you know i let you know story says she was a drag queen back in her day mm -hmm. she said she wasn't a drag queen what do y'all think about madam george santos i think the list of things that you just listed off sound way too familiar to mine and clay's text messages back and forth <laughs> <laughs> the only fans use it using our using our family funds for only fans <laughs> and back massages <laughs> oh girl look at this dress she's sickening Ooh, baby Yes. Sickening. No, this is nothing sickening about this picture, y'all. <laughs> There's nothing sickening about it. No, I just meant like sickening like I'm about to throw up. Girl, she looks a hot mess. <laughs> no wonder why she quit doing drag and, and decided to become a senator. The eyebrows aren't even. No, them eyebrows are prosperous, honey. They're not they I don't know what they are. They're pro <laughs> Have y'all seen Have y'all seen Jan doing George Santos? Oh, it's iconic. Stuff? It's Jan so was funny. born. Meatball to... also does. Uh, Meatball George. did yeah. a good. The, yeah. This is me number. Very yeah. cute. Anyway, what do y'all think about George being ousted from the Senate? Do you think it's fair, or do you think you know they just want the, the queer out of the Senate? Okay, first you said that she was getting in trouble for a lot of stuff, spending money on this and on that. That sounds like a girl who knows she's on her way out. So I'm gonna use uh, this company credit card before uh, this time. Uh -huh. She did this before she yes, yeah, she did this before she was elected. Yeah. So she raised it's money coming out now. Yeah, she raised money to campaign, and she did not use all of her campaign funds. Oh, she yeah. deserves. But she was, She deserves to be she deserves to be gone uh the, the well this is my thing this is what i'm frustrated about it and why i think she's bringing a bad name to the homosexual lifestyle <laughs> mm -hmm. is because mm -hmm. everybody in senate 
is doing the shit that this bitch is doing. It, what what the issue is, and where I take umbrage with this whole thing, is that this bitch got caught. You yeah. gotta be better than that. I am a fan of gaslighting, I am a fan of gatekeeping, and I am a fan of girl bossing. <laughs> and this bitch ain't doing any of those. And, and no shade, I'm gonna say, she, the government, you cannot lie from the government. When she decided to run for Senate, they had already pulled up her rap sheet. Uh -huh. You already know them queens was waiting. And like you said, I'm gonna second what you said. Everybody in the Senate in government right now is doing exactly what this queen is doing. It's just not only fans <laughs> and buying designer purses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's hand jobs from bellboys and all that. <laughs> well, anyway, she also says on her way out, if she is ousted from the Senate, like a messy drag queen, she says she plans on spilling the tea on mm. what truly goes on in the Senate. I'm for it. I'm for it, too. I think so. Um, I kind of hope she does get ousted because I think it'll just it'll just give us more and more more and more to keep <laughs> feasting on with her. Mm. She's like one of those that the never ending. She's gift. the gift that keeps on giving. There yeah. we go. Question: What does she do after she's out? Like, let's say she does suddenly not part of the Senate next week. What job do you go into after that? What did she do besides? Yeah, you know she probably <laughs> <laughs> she got that book deal already signed. Probably no, you know. Oh, we gonna get a Netflix special? Oh lord! Like the, yeah, and the, they finna pull all the, they finna pull all her stuff up because I'm telling y'all, this drag picture does. I could see why she stopped. <laughs> She's probably she's probably also delusional enough to think that a, a director of a documentary would be on her side. Oh, and so I can see her signing up to oh, yeah. do a docu series and then actually being in the interviews and the director turning it all around on her and being like, and just have it be like a slam piece sort of against her. That is what I think is going to happen, where she's going to sign some sort of deal, some sort of TV or movie deal. There's going to be this big thing where she thinks it's a supportive documentary for her. She's going to talk about all of her experiences and what she's going to do next in life. And the entire time in the background, you've seen the documentaries. They're just ripping her to shreds. We, and know, I can't wait for that to happen. You know what's funny is that we know queens like this in this community. Oh, my God. I was like, she's a drag queen. She's delusional. We know. Ooh, <laughs> what's funny is I was also just looking at this picture and i was like she looks like someone and i won't say who but she looks like someone who performs in the twin cities and i think it's hilarious anya is staring directly oh, at me when right. said, it's, not, it's not you I'm, here's the thing i think you're actually pretty in drag oh okay, okay. out of drag Aranya, i have like three or four guesses <laughs> not gonna do it i think you'll get it on the first i'm not gonna one. do it i'm not gonna we will talk about this off of the mic oh i just got serious. it i just got it us. Oh, we, I kind of got it. Who is it? I don't know who no, it is. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me. Whisper it in my ear. You're just going to say, code name George Santos. <laughs> you can drop in the comments your guess. But anyway, George Santos, you will be ousted because you lied, honey, and they caught you up, and you knew you couldn't go to the government lying with all them straight folks, and now these politicians, all these Christians in the white. Have y'all noticed how many more Christian officials there are now in government? Like a lot, and Christians mm -hmm. are not really supposed to participate in government. So already, George Santos was marked. I hate to say that he was marked. It is somewhat discrimination. Yeah, but it's also not being smart. George Santos, sashay away. Mm. <laughs> you stunt, stunt queens. They always get you, caught up eventually. Yep, she got caught, honey. You're Listen, out. We just want a soundbite. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just give us some good drag moments. I was about to say, go back to drag, girl. Make she's you... she's gonna move to Minneapolis and get in on that flip phone, bro. We need a good uh, We need a good uh, Oh my goodness. Go back, you have any, Sasha, you have any cameras available? For... I'm gonna say not with that drag, girl. The <laughs> next <laughs> the next election brunch. We good, honey. <laughs> we good. Speaking of out, we did it, Joe. Being speaking of out, uh, Beyonce's Renaissance movie is out. Yeah, finally. Did y'all go see Renaissance? Has it, did you go see the concert? I haven't seen it. It came out today. Did Give me some the, time. Did you see the concert? Oh, no, I didn't see the concert. No, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't got that kind of money. I know, right? <laughs> I went in LA. It was a treat. Aaron, you went. It was an absolute treat. Also, uh, Minneapolis is going to be in the movie. Uh, Texas, I think Atlanta, LA. I'm so excited to see if they can, maybe we can spot ourselves in. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Yeah. Because I had some good seats, boo. I got to see mother, honey. I almost could feel her sweat. <laughs> yeah. I saw the, uh, not the Renaissance tour. I saw the On the Run tour the first time around. I got pit. I was in Boston. I saw it back then in like 2015. The best fucking show. He's a she, the performance, the, it is the, the seeing the production of the performance i can only imagine with the the money that she got for renaissance what it would be like but uh the she spends her money so intelligently and she spends it on the production on the dancers on the the djing on everything that's going on with the experience of being there thank yeah. you and it is no. Uh, but yeah, I I love a Beyonce concert. I was in the pit and she whipped her hair at me and I got a little sweat on my face and oh. it felt so good. I got some pictures I have to show y'all. Yeah, yeah. If, if that's what she does, like how I feel watching her on TV or on video, like I can only imagine what it's like. She's good. To be standing there and witnessing that in person. Like I, that must be like next level. Girl, I was crying like a baby, honey. Yeah. She's really, really good. I think my favorite thing about her is her attention to detail. Mm -hmm. Like her set was literally moving the whole time. You didn't even notice the yeah. crew people that were there because they also were in costume that fit everything that she was putting out that night. It was just amazing. Well, yeah. They were like putting shit up and down and bringing shit up. It's just like even where she was moving on stage where you would focus on her mm -hmm. and you wouldn't even notice that they were changing the whole set in the background. It was like one of the best concerts. And I went to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was also just as good, but Beyonce mm. is like one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. Oh yeah, yeah. And they said she's probably going to make more than Taylor Swift, like two point five something billion dollars for this concert after this. <laughs> Include like, come on, like, go ahead, mother. Oh, and speaking of Taylor, she was at the premiere. Oh, she did show up to the premiere. The London premiere. Thick. That's amazing. And Taylor Swift looks absolutely stunning right here. It is here. a beautiful dress. dress. And I've um, I've told y'all I became a Swifty through drag brunch. Yes. With Pride season. And I'm a diehard Swifty. I got my bracelet. I might go <laughs> see her in concert. Her concerts are long. I'm one right. of those girls that can't even sit through a long movie without falling asleep. So 90 minutes. Yeah. That's all I got. I love you, Taylor, but I can't sit through a three hour concert, honey. I'm probably not going to watch either of the, the Taylor Swift concert movie or the Beyonce movie in the theater, but I will stream the fuck out of them. Because you know it's going to come out soon. Yeah. Yeah. They come when I, they come out on stream and I'm going to buy them as soon as I can get them and watch them at home. You know it's going to yeah. come out soon. They also said that Beyonce was like bleaching her skin. 
Oh. She had this beautiful silver gown on, fit to her body with this platinum hair. And you can clearly see that the picture, the picture has been altered a little. It's mm -hmm. been cleaned up. What do y'all think about that? I saw this thing earlier that was like, you know, people's skin colors change based off of lighting, yeah. like the flash mm -hmm. or like simple things like there is such a thing as like lights highlighting certain parts of your skin or shadows creating, making your face even look different based off of what angle light is hitting you. Yeah. So I think it's just pictures are pictures and, and it's hard. Not to mention all the different filters on all the different apps and then makeup is also a thing too. Um, you know they took that picture with an iPhone, honey. Yeah, yeah, that picture is lovely. <laughs> it's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Lady Gaga did like a whole music video with an iPhone. Several of her music videos. Yeah. Back in the day, Chris Brown, all his videos were on iPhone. Yeah. I don't think he had a video that wasn't yeah. shot on iPhone back in the, the day. iPhone is sickening. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, I don't think that she's bleaching her skin. I think no. she, no. you know, we're drag queens. We know when you wear different color hair, different color dresses. Like you said, lighting. Your skin you, can look different. So if you think of the bleaches and dinner. So yeah, obviously. Yeah. So Miss Tina, Mama Knowles, she mm -hmm. wasn't having it because uh someone posted like a TikTok or like an Instagram video just basically bashing the whole thing, saying that she wasn't a black woman and that she's trying to bleach her skin and be white and all that stuff. And it affected Miss Knowles and she posted the video and then called out the person that not only made the video but then she also gives us a little tea behind the scenes which is apparently what really set her off was that someone reached out from tmz to beyonce's hairstylist to ask his opinion on how a lot of social media influencers and people think that beyonce wants to be a white woman and this ticked off this ticked off Tina because you're a white woman reaching out to, first of all, not my daughter, Beyonce, but to someone else who is also black, but to discuss Beyonce's blackness. Oh, wow. To her, it was disrespectful. And the fact that you are trying to push this narrative that she wants to whiten her skin or make herself look like a white woman is ridiculous, especially since we all know the theme this year is silver. It's obvious just by looking at the picture, if you know anything about what Beyonce is doing right now, you get immediately why she looks like. Yeah. Light skin or not. Um, I think it's interesting that they reached out to the hairdresser because, like, I think there's this obsession in in the culture right now where we're obsessed with people of color and their hair mm -hmm. and we're like forcing certain people to only be able to express their race or anything based off of hair. And it's something that I've also noticed with that new Disney movie wish, because there's some like, she's like an Afro Latina based character uh -huh. and it's clear. But what's interesting is a lot of people are complaining that she's too light skinned for the princess, but then it's, it's interesting because she's the same skin tone as Mirabelle is from Encanto. The only difference is she has braids in her hair, which is how people are even connecting that she's Afro-Latina. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just interesting how society in general is so dependent on something as simple as hair mm -hmm. to like really be like, oh, she's wearing platinum blonde hair. She's trying to be white. Mm -hmm. Or this person's wearing braided hair. That tells us that that's blackness. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that's interesting that that's what society is doing is it right i don't think it is no i don't it's think it's not right but it but it's so it, wildly interesting that it, we're it's a lot of it's we're a lot of double standards out of all the things they could have reached out to like 
ask that hairdresser that's what they wanted to reach out i would have been like bitch how is it doing beyonce's hair right <laughs> is it soft or like the like well the asking about how we settled on the color and what was did you have you know a fabulous Shit. idea did you have to convince her to do this light of a color that's more that those are just better questions that they could have asked instead of do you think beyonce is trying to be a white woman like right. that's wouldn't you just hang up in someone's face I would be like, I'm not talking to you. Like I that's so she, rude. It's rude. I think, I think she looks ravish. I think she looks great. I feel like it's it is 100% the lighting because she's wearing a silver dress. She has silver hair, the background silver. The lights above are white yeah. or yellow yeah. lights. What they're yeah. going to do is get to that dress and reflect the white piece. Yeah. So in this picture, does Beyonce's skin look a little bit lighter? Yes. yes. It's because she's standing in a silver dress with the with the white light coming onto her skin. Now like I, I would have to say I know this, this conversation could have been doctor to get it to look like yeah this, for sure for sure yeah. now and that's where really white in this that's where my mind is period but that comes from I I think <laughs> but also but also no this is the thing too because um what it's it's the trick of the eye thing because I think that we've all seen those uh uh mind game thing in like coloring books where mm -hmm. they'll have a color a shade of blue. And then next to it, it'll be another shade of blue, but they'll be surrounded by different colors. And the question right. will be, which one is darker? Oh, wow. And it's it seems like it is because of the colors that it's surrounded by. So you can see that this is like, because now there's a picture of Kelly Rowland yeah. here and her skin. We all know that she's of a, a, a fair, darker skin. She looks a little light here as well. Like, I just think that the conversation is talking about whether this chick is trying to bleach her skin is crazy when you see all this beauty being displayed. Look I at Michelle Williams. I love Michelle. They all look fantastic. Michelle does look. She And I was just looking at this picture. I love this dress. In this dress, and I don't think it was like here on the silver carpet, and she doesn't look as light. This is a fabulous dress right here. Yeah, it's fabulous. Michelle, I love it. good girl. I thought, I thought it was just the boot. And this is Latoya Luckett. See, all of the Destiny, almost all of the Destiny Child uh, former members showed up except for Farrah. Farrah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's the, some real shade the six there. Month, the six-month yeah. Destiny's Child member. Now, this dress, I don't know about this. Honey. I think it's a throwback. I love it. This is something Lil' Kim and them would have wore back in the day. Back in the day. Who is that? I mean, it's, it's Latavia. This is Latavia. No I, shade. I no. like it. Maybe, maybe not the patch. It looks unfinished. Maybe not the patch. She could have just did a simple nude, and I think it would have. She been does good. have like a nude with this. You know what she looks needs? Unfinished. A bang because that forehead is all Dang. the way no. back. No, <laughs> she needs a that, bang. I agree. With she you. needs a bang. That's a RuPaul hairline, and we know it. Like what the what the hell? <laughs> she clearly has a protective style oh, her, her edges are out and smoothed and everything it looks great and that's Solange's son wow he looks handsome but anyway shout out to beyonce in her premiere i will be going to see oh. this movie i will also be buying merch because i love me some beyonce she is my queen these chicks all look so good at this premiere we don't care if beyonce's skin is like she looks right to me honey i love mm -hmm. me some beyonce all righty, we're going to keep this thing moving right along. And now it's time to get to the nitty-gritty and get to know some of our special guests that are here today. Um, we will start with talking about flip phone. Let's talk about flip phone superstar, y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you from my, from sitting and watching it, it was a very good show. 
They looked like they all had a good time. The only chaotic part to me was the five. <laughs> so we got Dakari yeah. and Aranya here. And uh, y'all, give me some tea, honey. How did y'all feel up there? We'll start with you, Dakari. Well, I think um, we all kind of knew something was going to happen before it was announced. Uh, the we we all perform we all do great the the all the performers were kind of hanging out a little bit next to the backstage area uh just kind of waiting for uh Layla to come around and do her thing and identify who's going to be going backstage when they started pulling so many people um i'm like okay something's got to be happening something yeah. had to have happened and so they put us in the in the dressing room and they said, so here's the situation. I'm like shaking thinking about uh, it right now. Like, I, I am fully traumatized by this, yeah. Aranya. Um, that's why I'm, I want everybody to relive it with us because <laughs> oof. Uh, and so we were just standing there and there was probably, because this is when Camille was performing. This is when Priscilla was performing. None of it was, they were telling us, they told us probably about two minutes before they told the audience. Oh, wow. And so we got a little bit of a preview but we didn't we, we we were in the backstage kind of just waiting i didn't know until it was announced on the mic because i didn't go straight into the room backstage i like well, you don't like, listen to directions they told us to go backstage no. <laughs> right i was backstage adjacent i just wasn't yeah. with everyone so mm -hmm. i found out when they were on the mic right and i was i was terrified angry like scared <laughs> all of it the thing that really kind of um was weird is they didn't have a lot of time to explain it to us right. and so we had a lot of questions before we even realized what was happening mm -hmm. they five-way lip sync so are we going two at a time and then going to trade out like how how is this going to work they said you're all up there all at once figure it out is kind of Craziness, is yeah. kind of yeah. the mentality of it because i don't think anybody knew how to properly like what was how it was going to happen um yeah i but... was i was just like dumbfounded mm -hmm. and there was like three seconds where i was like i don't even want to do this because i i was just immediately like triggered again from what happened to me last year can i ask you a question about that yeah go for it so what was your emotional response to hearing that aqua had made it automatically to the top two when you had to battle getting a perfect score last year. That's a very good question. I, being fully real, like, I was happy. For Aqua, I was yeah. happy because I remember how heartbreaking that was for me to be like, I did everything right, but then I lost because, like, in my opinion, like, I think Camille and I both did excellent in that lip sync last year. Mm -hmm. And I think, I just really think we were both on the equal levels. The only difference was that Camille was way more well-known in this community than I was. I was the new girl in town. Mm -hmm. so And I really think that kind of like was a detriment to me. So it was kind of heartbreaking in a way to be like, oh, if only people knew me a little bit better, oh. I feel like it could have been different. Um, we're not so watching it. <laughs> the five-way Aaron's, Aaron's trying to pull this up it. onto the TV. I have well, never seen a video of it, and I refuse to watch no, it. So, but I, but all of that to say, like, I was happy that Aqua didn't have to do that. Like, yeah. that's how it should have been. That's yeah. how it should yeah. be. I agree with you. But then I was pissed because I was like, great, I'm right back in this boat again. Mm -hmm. There was like three seconds of being like, is this worth it? And then, but I think it prepared you a little bit more mentally. Sorry. Go ahead. Ian. I was gonna. I was just wanted to to jump on that real quick because you said you feel like part of the reason why she won was because she just was more well known. Was it 
audience response last year? Am I missing that? Yeah, lip syncs were well, lip -syncs. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, then never but mind. All the goes into work. the more, more well-known part. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, audience response makes sense. Yes, more people yes. would cheer for her because more people know her and right. the crowd. But I, yeah. I was going to originally ask, didn't the judges score you and choose themselves, which two of the judges were not from Minneapolis last year, right? Correct. And that's why, that's why I was kind of upset. Not upset. I don't want to say upset because at the end of the day, like, Lady's one of my closest friends. Like, right. and she, she deserved it. But it was like the the whole point of like this is a drag pageant competition, and it was like I did the task, but then I lost the fan favorite vote, mm -hmm. and that's why I lost the whole thing. Like, that's when it kind of rubbed me. I wouldn't. I don't even want to say rub me the wrong way, but it was just like, it's a little disheartening to be like I put in all that work, and then it was just not quite enough for the people in the audience. Well, it just goes back to what I would say, like before you do anything when it comes to drag mm -hmm. you also have to have a presence in your community yeah and getting out as an entertainer going out in drag showing up to other people's events all of that stuff goes hand in hand so like you literally just taught somebody a very good lesson just because you have a great talent and a great number if people don't know you they don't know you and right and it's true no matter what you put out if a well-known entertainer is you're competing against them you will probably have a chance to lose in an audience response thing yeah. but you killed it this year though girl thank you well here's the thing i learned that lesson last year mm -hmm. and my entire goal this year in drag being blessed to do flip phone brunch mm -hmm. my goal it wasn't to make money it wasn't to do anything my goal was to improve my financial state so that i could invest in my drag the way i've always dreamed of mm -hmm. and also to build the audience so that by the time i combined those two on stage again there was no doubt that anyone could beat me like yeah. that was my goal and you felt that like as somebody who was up there with you, it was like we felt your like drive mm -hmm. where you were. And I like I don't think that you steamrolled the lip sync. I think it was a very good lip sync. I think a lot of us did very well in the five way yeah. lip sync considering what it had to be. Oh, yeah. But the energy that you were kind of like exuding off of that lip sync was like, I think the difference was we were all kind of. Like, how are we going to do this, uh, like, with everybody else? And you're, you were just solely in your own way, like, your own performance, yeah. where that was, to me, kind of the difference, where... But that's your fault. Well, I know. I fully, that 100%. Was, that was 100% like, your 100 fault. 100%. I totally get that. Like, I get, like, where you're, like, where I'm like, oh, when I saw, when I saw your energy, I'm like, oh, this, like, we're not ready for this. Wait, and I hope you know, I, I want to clarify what I mean by that. Before we went on to the five stage lip sync, Daiquiri came up to me and was like, we are both excellent performers. Let's not try to shit on other people. And that's what I mean by that. So when yeah. you spoke that to me, it like clicked something that was like, you're right. I don't have to worry about everyone else. I have to worry about me and what I have to offer. Right. So that's what I meant by like, that's your fault. Like me, that fire oh. under my ass. Like you, there were so many moments that nobody. Oh, I did about. a good thing. Yes. You did an absolutely <laughs> great thing. <laughs> nobody knows this, but I truly think Daiquiri was like w the one person who like motivated me the most while getting ready for Superstar. Like I had friends who supported me, but the way that Daiquiri spoke to me a lot of times, like if you would have shut up, and just let me be. I, I probably would have won. Probably would have won. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but but also like that just speaks on your character, and that's what I love about yeah. you is that you're like, 
we're both so amazing. Well, this is the thing. For me, Superstar is my opportunity to show the community and the decision makers of the community and the audiences of the community what I can fucking do mm -hmm. in four minutes. Yeah. And so that's what I'm going to do. And getting to the top is just icing on the cake mm -hmm. and performing well in the lip sync, even given the chaotic situation is even more icing on the cake so like a thousand dollars is gonna come and go and come and go and drag it's all like the money reward isn't what it's about right it's the reward is really the opportunity to get up there and be one of the great performers of that show that's because you all to me this was chaotic i don't think i could have done this right here the five-way lip sync but what i will see like watching you all perform daiquiri you especially from like last year you are a phenomenal stage performer mm -hmm. your choreography i would love to know what the judges took off from you because you had some of the most polished choreography of the night you and aranya like literally it you know what was wrong with yours yeah i was really trying to figure out what was wrong with yours because choreography wise again just sitting up listening to the guests, they were like, yeah, this was very strong. Thank you. Very, very strong. And so, like, again, if you losing, you didn't lose a thing. You I just showed really everybody how well you can perform. This was good. Thank you. This was amazing. That yeah. And again, it's just every time you get on a big stage like that, that should, in my mind, that should be, and this was kind of the advice that I was given to Aranya was, this is just your opportunity to perform again. Yeah. Everything else, you're a good enough. Any one of us, we're in Superstar because any one of us at any given day could show up and be the winning number. Yeah. yeah. And so we yeah. get chosen. We get chosen because of that fact. Yeah. Right. And I think that we like I think that we all know watching the show the entire night. There could have been there could have been any of us that like did even did their best number and did their worst number. Mm -hmm. Some people crumble under the pressure and disappoint. Some people do really, really well. But we're all there because we have the potential to do really, really well. And so if you take yourself out of the um, the need to win or the thought about what the judges are going to think mm -hmm. and just think about what you are going to present, you just do it. We are currently watching my entire video. <laughs> yeah. We're all just quietly It's very nice. <laughs> Don't worry, we're still here, honey. We just watched. Thank but you. We're just gonna sit here and watch the video. I'll just talk about it. This is my. Oh, this is also the fun fact about my number, which I'll watch. I'll talk about as they're doing it. When we were on the stage at First Ave, the sound was very, very weird. Oh, I um, bet because the speakers, it, the speakers were are like out, and exactly. So it was, it was yeah. the first time that I had listened to my number in that mm -hmm. environment, and I, I was thinking as the, the music was starting. Oh. This sounds weird. And then I realized, oh, I'm not doing the choreography. I missed fully two eight counts of our beginning choreography because I was thrown off by the, by the uh -uh. thing. But I, when I choreograph, uh, and I tell my dancers this, I tell them, I don't know what I'm going to do. As long as you guys are together, I want you guys to and be together. And that's how they should be. And that's, that's how, exactly they, that's how they, they, the energy might hit me one way. I might do a flip. I might do something else. Just if you guys are together, that's all it cares about. Um, and you have to choreograph all your numbers that way. Uh, because, and w another thing that I do is I build in, um, to my numbers, every few eight counts, something that is very distinctful. So I know that I can come back to it. Mm -hmm. Like I know when I'm going to come back to the three of us, yeah. because if I forget 
two eight counts, I know the next fourth eight count. I'll just find my way back to my dancers. And that's what I did. And that's, uh, but like, I'm like, oh, I can't, I hate watching the first like 30 seconds of my number because I'm like, oh, you missed that. (laughs) And then I'm like, but I'm like, oh, it it doesn't really. Well, yeah, because no one else looking at this, nobody else knows but you. And just like you just said, your dancers can screw your number up if they are not on their beat because you, to me, what I liked about both of your numbers is you looked like you were leading them. Mm -hmm. A lot of the numbers that night, you know, some of them did not look that strong when it came to being a leader. Some people look like, oh, I know my routine, mm-hmm. but I'm doing my routine. And in order to do these, just like in the pageant world, you have to like be a leader in it because yeah. that's one of the things you will get docked if you don't look like you know your choreography. Yeah, well, I support you. Yeah. yeah. What I really, really, really think is a detriment is backup dancers are not always better like backup dancers does not always make a number better and if you know you're not a dancer you got to use backup dancers as as intelligently as possible Mm -hmm. one thing i really 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 enjoyed that night on dean's performance on dean's not a dancer but she used her backup dancers in a way that highlighted what on Dean's really and her good. costume was, and impeccable. so they were lifting her up. They were holding the costume pieces. They were doing the reveals for her, yeah. where she could just stand there and have her stage presence that she has, and just have her joy for performing. And her backup dancers were supporting her in that way. And fun right? fact about Undine: Undine, because she's one of my drag assistants, uh, she is new to sewing. Everything that really? Undine makes, she makes all of her clothes herself, and she has not been sewing that long, by the way. Oh, wow. Like, so, yeah. Shout out to Undine. You were absolutely fabulous this night, and you deserve to be in the top six. Y'all look good. The top, we and do that, look that's great the one thing. Really good. The, I would say, somebody the, said they was, uh, y'all were like going to be the new Spice Girl. That's what I thought. <laughs> I, I, I thought the picture dog. of me with the three of them in the black, and I'm standing there in the pink like Elle Woods at fucking Harvard. <laughs> the, you know what? The funniest part, and I did like Pistachio's number that night, but like you can clearly, and this is another thing about being a, an entertainer who likes a lot of different music and a lot of different styles of performing. When this song came on, you can already see the ones who just, don't mm-hmm. i love pistachio but like yeah you could see she did not know what was going on i think she was playing with somebody's hair yeah she was having a good time Pistachio came off and up. hit me in the face oh that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> i was like girl what is up with this wig honey yeah she threw she had a wig reveal and she threw it in the air and it hit me in the face um my biggest regret oh she had a wig reveal i was mm-hmm. high off of edibles my She's biggest yeah. regret <laughs> my biggest regret of the night is not taking pistachio's wig that just hit me in the face during this lip sync oh. rip my wig off and put her wig on my head i'm like that w- i mean i wouldn't put that no this is like <laughs> no this no. is good but, chaos y'all this yeah. is like good chaos i mean but look i mean ken's serving on dean's giving on dean's doing her thing like we're all doing good nut like performances yeah it's just there's five of us yeah and i got to speak to jasmine you know she worked some of our drag brushes while she was here she said y'all did a good job like she was like really praising the performers that were there and y'all rightfully deserve to be in the spots like this was a really really good uh flip phone superstar next year will be quite the challenge honey because i know we have some fabulous kings in this community that could probably oh i am so yeah, i'm so desperate for a drag king to get up there and just destroy me too i think the kings just overthink their performances sometimes that's what i noticed that whole night you know and there were some really good king moments yeah Mm -hmm. like miko i i hate it for miko but the sound system was like a little jacked up on his singing Mm -hmm. i thought he sounded beautiful 
But what the thing I was worried about is like when Miko made it to the top five, what was he going to do against yeah. you all? That was the, one of the things. I would have loved. I I wanted there was one thing that I wanted to happen from flip phone superstar. And that was for some sort of top situation. And I wanted, uh, uh, so one of the possible lip sync songs was Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, what Baby is it? I'm uh, Baby, I'm burning. burning. I love that. I song. wanted Rose Nylon to make one of the tops and have her have to lip sync Baby, I'm burning. I think that would have been so Ooh, chaotic. I love, but I like love you, the Rose. chaos of the, some of the song choices with the Kings would have been, I think that would have been so funny. Yeah. So I love Rose Nylon. Her costume was absolutely amazing. But all I thought, I, when you say Rose Nylon to me, I, I just really was like, are you okay? Because it looked like she killed herself. <laughs> oh, throwing like herself off the yeah, yeah, that was like, a, you could see like Alaska's face and everything when she fell over and tried, went into that split. And shout out to you, boo. I don't even know how the hell you did that because <laughs> I would have been straight up hurt because <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, that number was it was kind of chaotic. I'm I'm just keeping it real. I was observing. It's, it was chaotic. I, that, yeah, a lot of drag is chaotic, and that's I think when you that execute was chaotic when you execute chaos well, it yeah. can read really, really, really well. I love the execution of their costume. Oh yeah, and Rose to me is a good example of. I love. I don't think Rose is meant for this drag industry because this is commercial drag. And I always tell people, and flip phone is commercial drag. It is Target. It is, you know, corporate. It's block, you know, Best Buy. It's not, you know, Walgreens. It's not. So you have to be willing to do some of the top 40s. You have yeah. to be willing to wear a Taylor Swift outfit. You know, Rose Nylon to me is like a legend when it comes to like their cosplay looks. They're all I just the execution and they make all of the stuff out of like recycled materials mm -hmm. in themselves. I, I I am a fan of their costumes. I absolutely love it. But I don't personally think that what they will what they are presenting is gonna work for the mainstream daytime brunch drag scene. It's it's already really tough to be in that scene. You have to really have a, a squeaky clean kind of reputation well that's let's to to pivot off of that and uh there's something that came up recently that there were a few queens in the cities at uh one of the bars that does brunch shows and evening shows uh. that they were only getting booked because they're only appropriate for an evening audience uh what do we think about like keeping queens on just an evening because their drag is a little bit more alternative. We literally just talked about that in my last episode. Yeah. Oh, and by, yeah, and the reason, and I have made some reforms to drag brunch because I think when drag brunch initially started, the only thing you would probably have to watch is colorful language and some of the music. Mm -hmm. If you brought your child to that drag brunch and there was always a warning that they may hear that. But I don't think that we should be half naked at a daytime show because everyone may not be ready to see that. You have a lot of housewives and a lot of mothers. I've seen shows like I'm I'm hosting. I get to watch eyes and I get to see people when they're a little bit, you know, uneasy about what they're seeing. And I just think there is an, a day and a nighttime kind of drag. I do day and nighttime drag. You will not see me perform some of the songs I perform at the gay 90s at drag brunch unless the theme calls for it. So I think it's good for our industry. I know a lot of people get butthurt when they hear it. And they're like, oh, well, you're not my art and this and that. And I'm like, are you trying to make money? 
it's or are you not trying personal. to fuss about your art all the a whole time? A lot of times yeah. it's really not personal. It's, it's just not. art. And and like musicians do it. Like you're not gonna go to the Grammys in a bikini. Like you right. have to know what you're going to do and what needs to happen. And and the thing is, like, if you get coined like an evening queen, you can either embrace that and take it as a compliment and run even further, or you can say, Okay, what 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 is it? Like our job as entertainers, as artists, in my opinion, like an artist's job is to listen to critiques and feedback and take what serves you and let go what doesn't, but continue to grow. Yeah. I'm not of the mindset that my art is my art and you have to like it or I hate you. Yeah. I'm gonna go online you. and read you and put you down. No, be an artist and find ways to reinvent yourself. Like yep. challenge like how what a beautiful story for someone to tell you hey i don't think you can do this and for you to say well what would you like to see and then for you to go and work on that and then show them that you are able to do that and a good example of that to segue on what you're talking about is nocturna mm -hmm. nocturna was mm -hmm. always told that her drag was too spooky it was too scary it was too this it was too that so nocturna went and cre recreated herself and made like a banji more mainstream version of nocturna yeah. that worked for her and she was still in, in, able to put a little spooky to it but she was willing to change and show people she's a good example of evolution and being willing to change because she wanted yeah. to make a career out of it at the time so you know i don't think it's bad for you to be multifaceted you know, and if you want to pigeonhole yourself to spooky looks, to have naked looks, then you will be deemed as nighttime. It, right, absolutely. It's, it's no shade to you. As far as I feel like it goes for drag, I feel like if you really want to be successful in drag or as a performer, period, you should be more than happy to try new styles of drag and performing and mm -hmm. what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're known for being Snow White, maybe one day you should try being Belle. You know what I mean? Well, the knows? evil queen. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Try evil queen. <laughs> Just try something different. And I do feel like a lot of the alternative performers in our city simply refuse to do that because they are set on, this is my character, this is who I am. But you already said it. Those same people who aren't willing to change or be the first ones to be like, you don't want my drag or you don't appreciate me or my art isn't valid to you. And it's like, no, that's not true. I love your art, but I can't book you on this yeah. show because you don't want to try to be what we're looking for for mm -hmm. this show. The other thing that gets me, too, is that they'll sit there and they'll make all these posts and try to rally all these people to get against, for example, Flip Phone or all these other brunches or yeah. places. Mm -hmm. And and what's funny is that they're like, I'm not going to change my ways, but screw you for not wanting to change your ways, too. And it's like, I'm not going to change my ways because... I adapted and I am making money. Yeah. I'm not going to become uncomfortable so that you can continue to suffer. Right. Who's yeah. that going to help? And I think the bar scene, as much as I love like what the bar scene has become, I also hate what it's become. Mm -hmm. Because what it's done, it's just like, we're going to take all the people who are crying and bitching and moaning. Mm -hmm. We're going to give all of you a spot. And now we're going to alienate all the glamour queens. Because I, and, and, and I'll say this for myself personally. People, Sasha, I'm not a glamour queen. I'm a drag queen. I love drag. That means I will try goth, I will try emo, you I will everything. try camp. I will. I am a drag queen, honey. I chose not to put <laughs> myself in a box. I chose myself to put myself in many boxes. If you put so, yourself yeah. in a box, yeah, you can only fit so many things in it. Exactly. And we want all of it. I want to be everywhere. So mm -hmm. I think the bar scene has not done a good job of it either. 
and it's either I'm going to keep this style of drag out, I'm going to keep this style of drag out, I'm going to accept this style, or I'm going to promote. It's not good for our scene as a whole. I think the shows need to become more mixed so people can be exposed to different styles of drag. And the alt queens will also, the alt entertainers, will receive their rise from it if they are also included into. And I can say this, even with Flip Phone, there is a way that they can be included. But they have to be willing to adjust a little bit so that the guest will appreciate it as well, you know, because it's one thing to just put you in the show. We've seen these shows around here. These shows popping up and these people don't even make barely $20 in tips, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm -hmm. it's it's not good for our scene. I think, you know, just don't pigeonhole yourself or put yourself in a box and stay open minded. Or you're going to be a nighttime entertainer. (laughs) (laughs) No shade, honey. Well, anyway, y'all, it is time for Mysterio's rant of the day. I love sitting at home. It's a really quick story before we get into it. My favorite thing is sitting at home, getting stoned, and listening to him get pissed off about Uber Eats or (laughs) Dash. So I told him, I said, you know what? We got a platform. Can you talk and tell people what we need to do? Blizzo, this is, we are giving him a chance to rant. And I think we said we were going to do like 30 seconds. We'll try to do it in 30 seconds. We'll give you a minute even if you want. But EO Blizzo, take it away. Okay. Back to like Uber Eats and DoorDash and everything. I think I was talking about this before, but I just want to kind of double back a little bit. Um, The issue is late night. When you order your food, you can get food from your favorite restaurant all day. You can go to the restaurant. It's always hot, fresh, and delicious. But then late at night, it's the last, you know, few hours before everything closes. You can tell the restaurant's about to close. You order the same thing that you would order during the daytime that's normally hot, fresh, and delicious. Then it shows up in your missing items. Your stuff is ice cold. Mm -hmm. It's just not made right. You can tell that they just took the rest of the day scraps and just threw it into your food. (laughs) And it's frustrating. You already spend $20, $30, $40 in taxes and fees and delivery fees, not mentioning the tip to the delivery person who can't find your door because it's on a one-way street. (laughs) And then you get the food and then you go to complain and let DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever know, and then there's really no way to get justice. I don't want a <laughs> refund. <laughs> justice. justice. I don't want a refund. A refund doesn't help me. A refund helps me to get lunch tomorrow, but what am I going to do with this crap of food tonight? Now I have to go to sleep hungry because my food is garbage. Yes, baby. Justice. Baby, we're sending Uber Eats and DoorDash into the arena. <laughs> They are yes, the, the Hunger death. Games for real, Becky. Okay, literally, put all of the CEOs from Uber Eats, DoorDash, Uber, all of that stuff. Lift two, put them and make them fight to the death. <laughs> and then whoever wins, that's what we're gonna be. We'll be our main be service. Our main service. <laughs> so y'all better get it right, or y'all gonna get thrown into the games, honey. Speaking of Hunger Games, before we move along, thank you for your rant. I appreciate that. Get it together, Uber Eats, DoorDash. Get it together because we ain't got time for that shit. Uh, Hunger Games, the movie, y'all, was so dope. So good. I hope we get a drag brunch for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm like looking forward to doing a Volumina Ghoul. Oh, my God. Literally, yes. Viola Yes, Davis. Viola Davis. Davis. I will forever watch any movie that that woman is in. 
Yes, she yeah. is good. Have, have I? Do any of you know the story of when I met Viola Davis and had I've glasses? Met her. I, okay, so oh, one of my directors from my theater school, uh, she went to Juilliard with Viola and was uh, having. She was on uh, the Property Brothers Celebrity IOU. Yeah. So Viola chose her house to renovate, and so they had like a housewarming. I'm making the quick quick story. They had a housewarming party, and I was able to go. And she was like a life changing person to meet. And the but it's the same intensity, that same energy, but just in a positive and like uplifting way. Yeah. It was just like unreal. So anytime I will I will forever support you are her. So lucky. I would I, love to meet like my favorite ladies that I want to sit down and have dinner with is Viola Davis, Jessica Lang, and Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. I would love to sit and have a conversation with those ladies amazing amazing yeah You're so lucky how to get away with murder was like is one of my favorite tv shows ever mayo uh, oh divine no, thank you divine they rich she smells rich she smells <laughs> is perfect. it floral or is it you know i didn't i wasn't that that person <laughs> okay but i remember me and my friend uh delortis were chatting with her and, and she was like I wish I would have met you two months ago. I would have had you on set for the last classroom scene of how to get away with murder. Oh my goodness. And the way my heart just sank because it was like, I'm never going to get to do that. It's over. You never know. You've been doing your thing. You've been a part of a bunch of shows. And yes. to me, you're a hustler. Like, I see you, like, auditioning Thank for you. things. You never know what life will take. Yeah, I'm about to start rehearsals on Monday for The Seagull at Theater in the Room. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Yeah, a little Congratulations. Very nice. See, you be doing your thing. You never know. You could be in the movie with Viola Davis. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's we manifesting happen. that energy for you. I have a, I have a standing invite whenever I go to LA to come tour her and Julius's production oh company, my and I just can't wait. Oh, she has her own production company mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. That's actually really smart. Yeah, that's. I like that she's doing that. They're, Let me know when you plan the trip. I those will ride two, right. with you. Okay. No, those two are amazing, and what they do for the community of actors and for like their community, like all actors of color like they're so driven to creating work for the people who are normally underrepresented in the industry that's love so it is just like like again it was like hearing that woman speak how passionately she is about just bringing art and representing black folks latin folks native folks folks with disabilities like it is incredible and she is one of the most influential people i think in the world right now. she is i agree with you yeah. and she definitely did a lot of what she said she wanted to do and i'm telling you from the moment she walks in in that movie she like oh Oh, they they wildly underused her. Oh, they did. They her did. and Hunter Schaefer, they completely underused. There was not nearly enough Valamina in that. Movie. And see, they said the books. She the books. She's in the books like crazy. Oh my! He has a lot of scenes that they. They probably out. just ended up cutting a lot of it. My goodness, man! She probably. So hopefully, we get like an uh, extended cut of mm-hmm. the movie, like they did with the other Hunger Games. I would love to see. What do y'all think about like a, a sequel, like a after this one? What? Yeah, I think that, we should. This was get the, like the last book that has been written. Is like, like yeah. this was the last story. Yeah, they just need to keep going. They, they got to give. Well, up on this them. the um the next hunger. If they were gonna do a sequel to this movie that happens for the eleventh Hunger Games, the next winner would be Mags, Mag, who yeah. we who we meet in uh, Catching Fire. Catching Fire. It's gonna be the so old, the older good. One, the older woman that sacrifices herself. The next year would be her year to win. I saw her. Yeah, I've been. Re- reading up well looking at stuff on youtube about it oh my goodness you have a picture with her she looks so good viola davis she looks perfect. viola davis my woman king <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love viola davis I love her so- you are so lovely 
lucky. Yes. Oh, bless. See, her skin looks bleached in that picture. I love it. That was good. She's got bleached skin with an afro. Oh, Lord. No, no. her skin is not bleached. No, Back not to Hunger Games, sense. really quick. I was thinking while watching the movie, I was like, the people in the world of this movie are sitting on their couch watching these people kill each other the same way we're sitting here. Watch watching people this. get killed. Like, imagine. I'm such an actor because I'm like, I'm put yourself in the shoes of the character. Like, imagine sitting on your couch when you watch Katniss blow up the arena and knowing that it's like the world is going to go straight into revolution and it's going to change. I have to admit, like, like I, 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 I would probably live in the capital, but I would be one of the people that would always wonder, like, why? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, how do their families feel? You know, it would bother me to an extent to watch people like murder themselves. Yeah over something that i truly don't know about that you taught me to believe it doesn't it sound like america right <laughs> that's happening that's happening it right now. like america it, it literally is, happening. It is literally happening something we don't right know now. about we were taught to believe that we truly don't even know if it's real or not so like mm -hmm. hunger games realness i love the books by the way if y'all haven't read, read you read some of the books right eo yeah i read all of the original the books. books i i haven't read no, the new one. no, I, I am going. That. I plan on reading that book. It's going to be juicy, 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 honey. I'm <laughs> ready. <laughs> yeah, if you have not seen Hunger Games, make sure you go check it out. It's so good. I don't know when it's going to come out. If you got Xfinity, I'm sure it'll be out soon on demand. But it's like 1999, honey. You don't Rachel's get no Zagler. popcorn and you don't get no drinks. She has the yeah. voice of a goddess. She's amazing. Is that, is, that she's what amazing. her name was? I don't. I don't know her from anything else. I have she to look her up. Story. White Side Story. Ah, got you. I I liked her because I like her look, her face. Mm. She has an interesting face. Yeah, she's and, stunning. Um, I like how she played. She's about to play Snow White in the new remake, which she's getting a lot of. Oh, hate and I and uh, a lot of hate. Wonder Woman, the lady who yeah. plays Wonder Woman, is going to be mm -hmm. the evil. That's going to be so good. Uh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's so beautiful. By the way. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Rachel's though. Rachel's great. She's doing great things for the Latin community, too. It's just great. Oh, I'm excited. Nice. So yeah. before we wrap up, I'd like to make sure we shout, like, bring attention to all the shows that are coming up. Y'all got any bookings, any shows you want to tell us about before we move on? I don't want everybody, if you wanted to go see some good shows before we go into that, make sure you go check out the Gay 90s, the ladies of the femme. They're there Thursday through Sunday. Um, also, Lush. They have shows also Thursday through Sunday, I believe. They also have like bingos and different dance nights. Um, of course, you know, flip phone events. We got drag brunches two day, to a Saturday and Sunday, six shows a weekend, different themes. Mm -hmm. They will be fun. Um, we also have a Taylor Swift dance party happening soon at Amsterdam. Make sure you go on Flip Phone Events to check that out. Anya Deke will be DJing that party. Oh. That's going to be fabulous. Yeah, DJ Deke giving us some Swift. You know, she <laughs> loves Taylor Swift. Um, we also have, uh, let's see, we have Black Hearts. I don't, mm -hmm. I think Black Hearts, before I move, I think they canceled one of their shows, Power. So I'm not sure what Black Hearts is. No. Uh, yeah, yeah I heard. I, speaking of Black Heart, I have my show at Black Heart this month on the. I have to look at the date of it, but uh, I, me and Betty Bang host our show over there called. Oh Express. yeah, Express. Uh, and so that is on the 29th. The 29th. They also right. have dragged out. That's once a month. You can go on flip. You can go on Facebook and uh, Instagram and see all of these different shows. Yeah. Aranya, you got anything? Um, I'm still actively healing my ankle, so I'm trying to take things easy. Oh. Uh, 
I'll be at Lush a few times. I'll be at the 90s a few times, but I'll mostly be in rehearsal as well uh, for the Seagull. And then I'll be at the Grinch Brunch. Oh, yeah. You sure will be there with me. Um, That's going to be fun. Saloon also has Hot Pink. Mm -hmm. They got work over there on Thursdays. Hot Pink is on Tuesdays and Saturdays. And there's also uh, is there karaoke and stuff over there, too. Uh, they got karaoke, I think, on Mondays. They have uh, Stand Up Saloon on Tuesdays. Uh -huh. And then once a month, uh, I and Aranya are on the cast of Booked. That's yeah, cute. Uh, okay. And so this month's theme is uh, not so naughty, not so nice so it's gonna be a little kinky christmas. a little kinky christmas a little kinky christmas yeah. show um and yeah and let's not forget about the legendary divas over at roxy's yes if you want to go see some classy classy drag mm -hmm. for the 40 and up of older crowds oh <laughs> i'm just being funny i'm just being funny bb gonna read <laughs> Baby, you know I love you, girl. I but anyway, you know the drag is going to be sickening over there. Those I, I I had the privilege of coming up under Nina, Monica, and BB. So go check that show out. It's going to be nice and polished. Yeah. I can't say too much about Roxy's. I'm an employee now, so definitely come see the show to support those queens, those <laughs> yeah, you young, beautiful, yeah. delicious, wonderful queens. Keep that check. <laughs> I just met Nina for the first time. Two days ago at a oh. photo shoot. Yeah, it was the first time we met. I wish you would have met her five years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> We're gonna let her live. <laughs> we Nina has turned a new leaf. She is a fabulous young person. She's now. a fabulous person. Yeah. She is she was a great show director. I will always give her that. I will definitely say Nina helped to mold a lot of very good, talented, business savvy drag queens mm -hmm. in this community. So shout out to you, Nina, and make sure you go over there and check her out at Roxy's. Anyway, we have reached the end of the road. I hope you've enjoyed. Make sure you follow us. Uh, Dakri is on Instagram. Aranya is on Instagram. Uh, EO Mysterio is on Instagram. You know I am. Make sure you subscribe to Lemon Squeeze and share and tell your friends about like, it. Like, subscribe, and share, please. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. And thank you so much for chilling on the sofa with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Sasha Castadine signing out. Mwah.